Welcome back to Balancing Chaos with Kelly and Gretchen. And we are back on our slow uh, ease back into a regular posting schedule. I have, I was talking to somebody at work and I said, I feel like I have spent the last, most of the fall and especially like the last six weeks one step ahead of the wolves chasing me between getting my grades done, the classes I teach, the classes I'm taking, uh, being in office now, um, getting ready for the holidays, working on Dave's business. There is so much going on that it is insane. Um, but I, but on the other hand, I also want to say, even though I feel like I'm completely stressed out and have a lot of stuff happening, it's all really good stuff. And so I can recognize that this is all good things to be busy with. And it's not like it's, you know, there are people who have really busy lives with really terrible things. So I recognize my privilege that it's these are all good things to be busy with. However, I'm definitely looking forward to at least the semester ending. The semester ending will be a nice hard stop on a couple of my big projects. So how are you doing, Kelly? Awesome. Not starting a business. <laughs> not running for office. Uh, didn't take a trip to Jamaica. Yes. The one thing that happened in the <laughs> middle of all this was my trip to Jamaica. And the last time we recorded was before the trip. So now I have my Jamaica trip report, mm -hmm. which is very different than Kelly's because I went with children. So you did not stay <laughs> next to a naked resort. I did not stay next to a naked resort. However, on the plane on the way home, there was a gentleman in front of me who was talking about his trip and how he was in the grill and he stayed right next to a sandals. And I was like, hmm, <laughs> to the left or to the right? Like, which one were you at? And uh, I don't know. I think he was with his mom, though. So maybe it was not that one. I don't know. But it well, was you know, the world is an interesting place, Gretchen. You never know. Yes. So the resort that we stayed at is called Jewel Runaway Bay. And it's actually, we booked this in February when um, my grandmother died and uh, last year. And so we are honored her memory by spending some of her money on a vacation. And my parents said, you know, find a place. We want to take everyone. So it was a very generous gift. That's our Christmas present. And I've been telling the girls, like, this is your Christmas present from Grammy. Like, don't expect a present. Um, so my sister and her family of four, my family of four and my parents all went to Jamaica. And we picked this resort in February because it had such a it was family friendly. It had a great beach. It was an easy location. It was like in the price range. It wasn't a carte blanche, you know, thing. And actually the prices have gone way up since we booked it because in the meantime, the resort got purchased and the resort was bought by a company called Playa. And the Playa people, the rumors that were flying, because of course I found some Facebook group of people who were going and there were rumors that it was going to close for renovations in September, which would have screwed us for a November trip. There were all these crazy rumors. And I finally was just like, OK, I'm just going to go with whatever the company and the travel agent say. And if anything changes, the reason we picked it was because there was a water park. It was all inclusive and there's a great beach. And none of those three things are going to change unless they closed it for renovations, which they did not close it for renovations. So that worked out well. Um, so it was a great resort, but right now it's known as Jewel Runaway Bay, but it may change its name. I think they intend to rebrand it as a Panama Jacks, but it was the best vacation ever. I don't think I've ever had a better vacation than a week in Jamaica. I love Jamaica and I we stayed at Sandals, but I think I would like another resort in Jamaica too. I think the Jamaican people are just genuinely 
kind and amazing. I, what was your experience with the staff? Because see, I talked to the staff a lot. <laughs> I did not talk to the staff nearly as much as, as Kelly would have. <laughs> I did quickly notice the infirmary and thought I should probably go interview them just for Kelly's sake. Mm-hmm. But I didn't because I was on vacation. So um, everyone was so nice. One of the things that, so one of the things that we did when we booked it one of my friends who's traveled there a lot recommended club mobe which is a, a a greeting and departure service and kelly did it and kelly found didn't find that it was very worth it because when she went mm. she didn't like you, it wasn't busy when you guys went well in and did out you something. get it when you arrived we had it both on arrival and departure okay so what happened to us is we first of all james and i aren't really vacation type people and it's not that we're not vacation type people it's just that we're not calm people (laughs) so we're always wound right up tight and so this going to a place like Jamaica where everyone's like yeah man it's good man it was such a culture shock right from right when you land off the plane so what happened was we they were waiting for us and then they escorted us to this very tiny room and in the ads it looks like this giant did you bar. do de- did you do departure too? Yeah. So okay. So when we arrived, they take us this little tiny room, and it was right next to the sandals. So sandals has its own lounge yeah. that had alcohol and everything, and then we got shuttered over to this club Mobay, which isn't nearly as nice as the sandals one, which was right next door and included. Oh yeah. In our package, so and they only had rum punch. That's the only thing you were allowed to get. And then the woman that we had was so rude. So as soon as we sat down and we were kind of, you know, we had a lot to process because we were like, wait a second, there's a sandals lounge right there. What is going on? She's like, I need a tip. She said, we're not paid. We're only paid on gratuity. So I need a tip. And I wasn't prepared for tipping because sandals has a strict no tipping policy. So we didn't have any small bills or anything. So I had to give this woman a $20. As soon as I handed her the $20, we didn't even have our rum punches yet. And the sandals... Um, escort came and said okay your bus is ready to yeah. go so I was like what did I even pay for that was crazy so I did not like it on the way out um, in but on the way out it's totally different mm-hmm. it's a huge it's like three stories there's oh, yeah. showers you could get any drink you wanted there was food the food's really disgusting and I would never have eaten any of it but <laughs> <laughs> maybe somebody with less food standards than I have I ate it I thought yeah. it was fine <laughs> So we did. So we did not have a resort arrival lounge, which so with sandals, like maybe it wouldn't be that. But yeah. we all my sister arrived like uh, two hours before us and everybody loved getting off the plane and seeing the name on the side. Oh, like, that was the best part. Like, I don't know that that'll ever happen again right, in my that's life. That's like fancy. Style. I'm like, oh, hey, fellow passengers. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have people waiting for me here. These are my people. <laughs> what name did they put? Schaefer? No. Oh, they put Gordon. No, they did not. They did. Oh, well, good for Dave. Yeah. So whatever. But my parents had Schaefer and my <laughs> sister's family had their name. But um, so we didn't have the option of another lounge. And it was so we went, but it was really quick. It was a small lounge. It was really quick. The I loved that they gave um, like cold towels when you walked in. And because I was filled all I had that just sort of like gross flew on a plane all day feeling. Yeah. And well, gross. So they gave you a cold towel and we got a drink and we could take our drink on the bus. And then they kind of navigated us through when my when my sister arrived, the lines were 
crazy huge. And she's like, oh, my God, that was awesome. Because they met her by name and they whisked past huge lines, both yeah. in immigration and customs. And then were taken to the lounge and then they were put right on the bus and they got there really quickly. When we got there, I don't think we beat a huge line at immigration, but we beat a huge line at customs. And then we were the only people on our bus. And it was like a, wasn't like a big coach. It was a small like mini bus. And so it was just our family of six because my parents flew with us. And they and then that was separate from Club Mobe. But navigating like it was definitely chaotic to walk out and all the buses coming and going and which bus is ours. Like you don't even know which bus is yours. But the the attendant knew which one it was. It wasn't really clear because they were using mini buses for arrivals right then. I don't know. But it was so that was really nice. So we got greeted with our name and then we go and we get to um, when we got to the resort, the we checked in we got our rooms and there were just like there were a couple issues in that we had booked in February both my sister and I had booked uh, rooms that had a king bed and two twins because it was families of four and my parents had booked a king room with a plunge pool and while we were waiting in line the woman in front of us had booked a room with a plunge pool and a king and two twins um, and they had put her in a building away from her friends and she wanted to be closer to her friends and family and so like this whole thing so then we were just like talking. So the woman at the desk was like, well, what's your reservation? And pulled it up. And so we ended up like doing this whole switch around so that my parents switched rooms with her so that they could be with their kids. But then when we got to our rooms, um, my sister's room and my room was two double beds. And I am a princess and I will not sleep in a double bed <laughs> with Dave. Like it's just a double not, bed. I mean, a double bed's small. It is small. So. He said, we call and said, you know, we're supposed to have a king and two twins. And they said, oh, well, we can wear it. They talked and then they said, we can do it for you tomorrow. And I was like, all right. So and my sister and her husband are like six and six, six. So like they're tall people. So if I'm at five, four feeling crammed in a double bed, they are especially. So both of us, what we end up doing, which is what we do whenever we're faced with two double beds, is that we each slept with a kid. <laughs> but I was like, I did not come to Jamaica mm-hmm. to sleep with an eight year old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So the so we're like, OK, that's fine. And then that was like the one hiccup to start. Um, and then the next day we said, OK, we, they said, come back and check the next day. So I came back. I said, we're supposed to have be moved to a king and two twins. And then this one was like, oh, no, they're all full. And I was like, well, we taught yesterday. We, you said we'd be moved. And it was like this whole thing. And what it turns out is that they were all full because they had already booked us into them. And they and I think some of this might have been from the transition from the change of ownership too because yeah. then when she called it's like oh you should be in this room and she called and the and I could hear her and she was like yes uh your checkout is at noon and you've not checked out well you'll have to bring your confirmation code down to show that you're booked through the 24th or whatever like somebody was they had in their records was supposed to leave and the person at the other end was like so I can't even imagine being that person to be like uh why are you still here and saying, because I paid to be here. So I don't know how they made it work, but they made it work. And then they moved us and it was great. And from that point, it was it was awesome. So then we had the right room. We were all content. It was great. Yeah. Um, we had a, did I tell you when we went to Jamaica, when we went to Sandals, they put us in a room. I, we had to request a new room. No. Because they wandered us down to the room and they were giving us a tour of the resort as we went. And then they showed us, they said, this is the smoking area. Oh, no. Yeah, and they had this whole smoking area, and then they walked us into our room. It was right across the street from the smoking area. And I walked in the room, and I said, this room, it smells just like smoke. I cannot sleep in here. And James told me I was crazy. 
because he was like, you're overreacting because I have a wicked sensitive nose. He said, no, no, you're overreacting. It does not smell like smoke. It's just because I told you. I said, no, James, this room smells so bad. I did not spend all this money yeah. to come sleep in a smoking room. So <laughs> so I called and they moved us and we got moved to another room, which was actually a lot better too. And he was like, the whole trip, he's like, oh, you were right. That room smelled so bad. <laughs> he didn't notice it when we were in it. But when we got moved to a room that didn't smell like right. it, it became pretty clear that that room right. really smelled terrible like cigarettes. Right. So our, so our rooms were fine. We never, like we spent no time in them anyway it was just really a place to sleep and to shower um but the best part of the vacation was first of all there's all kinds of excursions and stuff you can do did you guys do excursions no yeah we didn't either and i was kind of and that's pretty unusual for me i'm the one who would plan a trip and be like okay we're gonna go to this museum we're gonna have this cultural experience we're gonna have this adventure experience we're gonna do this shopping and i was like partly because of just the way the fall was lining up to be and how it had been I was like, I just want to stop. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go, go, go. I want to mm-hmm. take a week to just stop. And that's what we did. And the other part, too, is that because um, my whole family had never been together like that since my nephew was born. And even when my nephew was born, they all came to Maine, but they were there with the rest, all my aunt and cousins. And so it was part of a huge family get together we had a actually had a hurricane and a power outage in july it was like this crazy it was fun but it was like this part of this bigger gathering so we'd never just all been together just us and so that was great what it also meant is that we didn't use a lot of the things that we had kind of booked the resort for so they had a kids club and they had like a teen center and they had all this i'm like oh that'll be great but because we had enough adults nobody really needed to pawn their kid off on anyone because we could say all right i'll watch i'll watch george while you two go swimming and do whatever like there was always people around so it was really nice the best part was the beach the beach was like the softest sand the Mm -hmm. bluest water excuse me and had a reef just off the beach you could snorkel and like not have to go like it was very comfortable it wasn't huge waves it wasn't very deep so it was like fairly shallow snorkeling and it was amazing i snorkeled every single day and we would get up we'd meet for breakfast someone would go grab some chairs right in the front row under the canopies and we'd spend the morning there and then we'd have lunch and then we'd spend the afternoon in the water park which was a ta- which was part of the resort and the kids loved the lazy river and the water slides and all of that and then we would um, meet for dinner and then we'd go down to the beach in the dark after dinner and do glow sticks and that was a absolute hit we also I bought a huge box of glow sticks and so every night we would give glow sticks away to other kids at the resort and you want to know what makes a kid happy like seriously like a glow stick and a connector to make a bracelet and kids would be like oh my god this is amazing this is the best ever and so we gave out a ton of glow sticks we gave them all out the last night we were just handing them out um so that was really fun and that's a something i would recommend but just the ability to sit i read six books on my kindle and would just sit and i would snorkel and then i would sit and i would read and then we would go to the pool at times um and then at the pool we would just, the, you know, they would come around and we'd get a drink. I drank rum out of a coconut, which was a bucket list. Did you think that was amazing? I loved it. It was the best drink I've ever had. Yeah. Did they just have it the one night at yours? or did? Yeah, they, they, it was like one day we were at the pool and the guy came around in a cart and it was yeah. like five bucks. 
and then he cut off the top of the coconut right in front of you yeah and then you had to drink out some of the coconut water and then he topped it off with rum yeah and i was like yep i could do this more yes this is great that's at, at sandals it's they one of the nights during the week it's called beach night and it's a huge party and they actually shut down all the restaurants except for one so everyone's funneled to one central like mm-hmm. buffet area and there's a guy with the coconuts and i james hated it but i was obsessed with that thing it is so good and we could never replicate that here no you couldn't it, it was like fresh oh it was, it was so warm good. yeah it's amazing. And so it was so it was uh it was just so nice to just be together and to just drift from event to event without a real timeline. Um the food was great. The food was I mean the food wasn't like five star Michelin food. And we mostly ate at the buffet because it had the best variety, but it wasn't also just Cisco food. They had they had a uh, traditional Jamaican food. They had plantains. I miss goat night, which I was really bummed about because I really wanted to do the goat. But they would have different Jamaican foods. And so we I tried that. They had kid-friendly foods. They usually had some kind of pasta or mac and cheese or something. And uh, fresh the fresh fruit was great. They had a smoothie guy in the morning. And so we'd fill our drinks with smoothies and go sit on the beach it was it was great so it was a really wonderful trip on the return the <clears throat> club mobay was the same we went through there and on the return it was the big area we got our last few free drinks <laughs> <laughs> and ate snacks and hung out and it was great and then we got on our plane and came home and you know came back to a very cold November like it's been it was the coldest November on record and it was mm-hmm. wearing our going home clothes in Jamaica was the worst because I had only packed jeans to fly there and to fly back so knowing I was going to land in cold weather I had put my jeans on and a t-shirt and I felt like I was mm-hmm. I felt like I had trapped my body in a sauna it was awful it's different heat there yeah it's here it's, it's like it encapsulates you I don't know it's it's like you can't even breathe yeah, and I and also, <laughs> and also, the week before I was looking at the weather, and the weather was like thunderstorms every day, and I was like, "Oh shit! Like this is going to be terrible." We've planned, we've sit, you know, we've spent all this money, and I think it did rain every day, mm-hmm. but it was never a downpour. It was like a passing shower, and somebody, maybe you, had said, "Don't worry about that." Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my other tip for Jamaica is when it says it's going to rain every day, mm-hmm. just don't worry about it because we had. The, the rain it, it was like actually that one point it looked like it was starting to rain and Ingrid was upset and she's like but I want to go to the pool and we were like oh no now you're too wet to get in the pool like mm-hmm. you can get in the pool it wasn't thunder and lightning it was just like a rain shower that came on and then went off and that was it it was really cloudy when we were there we only had one really nice sunny hot hot day but even with the cloudy weather and the occasional showers everyone you easily were comfortable in a bathing suit all day Yep, definitely. It was great. And I brought my whole family back without sunburns, which I was, <laughs> that was like a, an absolute goal because we, especially Dave and Willa, have the same coloring, the same skin that burns easy. And I think that my proudest accomplishment of the fall, I've done a lot of big things this fall, but right <laughs> near the top is brought family home without blistering sunburns. So nice. I felt very proud of that. We were sunscreening all the time, had sun hats, had cover ups. was good. Yeah, that that hot that sun though down there because I never got a sunburn, but I got a rash from it. I had that really bad rash. 
Oh, yeah. All over me. And I thought it was from the sand. So then I was convinced that there was something in the sand. But I, do, I think it was the sun. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So that was my vaca- That was my Jamaican vacation. It was wonderful. It was so nice. We spent our Thanksgiving dinner at, a, at the hibachi restaurant on the resort. Mm. And uh, it was very different from our usual Thanksgivings and our usual everything. But it was awesome. And I am so thankful that we got to have that time. We were every one of us was trying to think of how we could do it again sometime. You know? Yeah, I was going to say, did your parents want to do it again? I th- Yeah, my mom actually got sick in the middle of it and spent a day in bed because she got a horrible cold that I got on the return. Um, and I felt bad, but she's still, and, you know, she's still a trooper. She still got herself together and came down for dinner and came and sat on the beach and they had a, they had a good time too. So um, luckily that was the only, only sickness that we had. So it was great. Great. So yeah. So that's where we've been. So th- since this is our pre-holiday, post-Hanukkah <laughs> episode, we're going to do, uh, we're going to catch up on a few of our favorite things. Mm. So you want to start, Kel? Sure. Which one should I start with? You're looking at them, I know. I'll start small. And- <laughs> I think I'll start small and go big. Okay. So... I read I've read two well I've read one and I'm in the middle of another really awesome book but one is just a total must read for everybody and it's educated we read it for book club I don't think you read it you read it for book club I have it on I have it on hold for book club but I haven't oh, read it I did not get get gosh. to that one it's the best book I've ever read and I listened to it on audible and I finished it about a month ago and I still think about it and after I finished it I went and looked up um all of her media appearances and watch them all there's a she was on a podcast i listened to that um i researched her family's essential oil company that's very fascinating oh i didn't know that they had an essential i haven't yes. I, I know the gist of it but i obviously have not read the book to know the details oh my gosh i recommended it to one of my colleagues because she was traveling to i believe pennsylvania for thanksgiving and i said oh do you do audible and she said no i've never done it and i said oh my gosh get audible and download the book educated and listen to it you won't regret it so she did and i just saw her yesterday and she said oh my gosh that was the most amazing book i've ever read it's on the top of every chart oh i know i need to read it it's maybe after the semester ends (laughs) it's crazy i wished that i had because when book club came i wasn't finished i was only about a quarter of the way through so i couldn't talk about it in depth with anybody so I wish someone I, I really want someone else to read it so we can rehash it I talked to Alex about it a little bit um, because it's just anyway I can't I don't want to spoil it for anybody but you should read it it's thought provoking all right yeah I will definitely read it that's on my list how about you um, so one of my favorite things is going to be and this is kind of ties into our Jamaica trip a little bit is going to be my new thermostat which I don't oh, think yeah. that I've talked about yet. My Ecobee, I, we installed it. I actually had it for like a year before it got installed because then my dad finally installed it and Dave's going to be mad that I said that. He, you know, he does other things. Anyway, <laughs> I finally <laughs> got it installed. It well, my dad got a, my dad got a wireless thermostat at his house. And I was like, yeah, I have one. I want to install it, but it, like it has to have special wiring. And so there was one day that my dad was in town and the girls and I and my mom were doing something else. So he spent the afternoon figuring out the wiring and he got it done and 
when we went to the reason why I like it is that it has these remote sensors. So we have one cold spot in our basement near the kitchen pipes. That is the most the rest of our basement is fine, but that's one that worries us the most if it gets cold out and we're running our heat pump because our heat pump does not heat the basement, but we don't use the basement enough to keep it at 70 degrees. Mm-hmm. So when I was in Jamaica, I was able to log into our thermostat and I could look and I could keep an eye on the basement and see that I think it got down to 43 while we were gone because like Thanksgiving Day, I guess, was record breaking cold here. Oh, my God. It was really frigid. So I was able to keep track of that and then and keep track of the rest of the house. And then I had uh, my friend was watching the cats. And so I said, hey, when you come in on Saturday, can you turn up the heat pump? Because we had lowered it while we were gone. Sure. So he did that. And then we're driving back from Portland at like midnight, two o'clock in the morning. And Dave was like, the bedrooms are going to be cold. And I was like, oh, yeah, they are. So I logged into the thermostat and turned on the furnace from (laughs) I-95 and said, let's get this up to 68 to like warm up the bedrooms. And and it worked great. And actually, they had a Black Friday, Cyber Monday sale on extra sensors um, for 20 bucks. So I got two sensors, one for our room and one for Willow's room, which is in the farthest corner of our house. So we can now I can keep track of that. So like I could have. I only had the basement and the main floor to look at when we were coming back from Portland, but I could now look and see every room to know, yeah, we should get, let's get the bedrooms up to 68 and then we'll hold it or whatever. And so it's a really cool little, little device. Um, Highly recommend. I have the Ecobee 3. They have one with an Alexa and I just, it's one of those things like I don't need a thermostat with an Alexa built in. I Mm -hmm. just need a thermostat. So well, I need a thermostat that's a wireless. That you can control from your remote iPhone. sensors. No big deal um, in Jamaica. And actually, I was talking about it with a friend, and she was like, "Oh, Nest does that." I'm like, "No, they don't." And we had like this, like <laughs> two really smart people argument about whether Nest had it or not. And we found out that Nest only has it as of like six months ago. They added the ability to add sensors to their thermostat. So oh, yeah. when I was researching them and bought it, Ecobee was the only one that had external. Um, sensors and now Nest does too but that's really nice for a house like ours it just has one zone to keep track of the worrisome spots. You know what's really crazy I was um, at a meeting recently we had a IT compliance person come or mm-hmm. anyway I'm not maybe up on my IT lingo <laughs> but she was talking about how some of our the current risks with technology is um, things like these remote adjustable thermostats and it's not that because hackers can hack into them and it's not the end of the world if they turn your thermostat up to 100 or whatever that's really not the risk but I guess those thermostats can interact with medical equipment like if you had to be on something in your house and yeah and I guess then that becomes the risk so this is the new thing that they're worried about in cybersecurity is how all of our the Internet of Things. Yeah, is going to affect health devices <clears throat> and that people just should be aware that if they're on some electronic device for their health, that those thermostats and not just the thermostats, but that was just the example she used. She just probably means like the smart devices in general. Yes, yes exactly. <laughs> smart devices. Before the thermostat but industry thought, comes after us. Well, I thought, wow, I never even I mean, it's not that big of a deal for any of us right now because no one's on complex health right technology that i know of but for older adults or people that may be unaware of all the security risks anyway it's a whole nother level of yeah security risk to think about 
Anyhow, okay, so you love your... Like, well, yep. What's eco-bee. it called? An eco-bee. An eco-bee? Yep. E-C-O-B-E. So could Dave not set it up, or did you not give him it the It was option? not a priority. Oh, so you... That was the it problem. It was not a priority. Oh, see, because we have an issue in my house where if something's wrong with my car or something mechanical in the house, I want to call my dad immediately, and James will tell me, you don't need to call him, you don't need to call him, so our furnace wasn't working one day. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to call my dad. And then James has done every single thing to it. And I say about three or four times, you know, I'm just going to call my dad. It's <laughs> not a big deal. Just let me call my dad. And he's like, you don't need to call your dad. You don't need to call your dad. So finally I call my dad. And I said, yeah, our furnace isn't working. You th- can you think of anything? He's like, well, did you reset it? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, James, did you reset it? And he's like, no, blah, 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 blah. And then so he just does it he flips it and turns it back on and he's like "Mm." (laughs) we all burst out laughing it was so funny whoops i just shut off your fake fire okay (laughs) so my second favorite thing so you had done uh makeup at sephora 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 was that the summer Uh, i was in the spring in the summer i don't really wear much makeup because i'm at the beach too much right (laughs) well I don't either in the summer. So in the fall, I was starting to feel like not as fresh. I needed a lift. Yeah. And I was I had been using Bare Minerals, but I haven't been happy with it for a long time. I just don't feel like it works as well as it used to. So I decided to start researching makeup. And I think I use wire cutter. Yeah. And to identify the best natural makeup. And it was Jane Ardell. Iredell? Something like that. Iredell. Anyway. So I went for it, and I love it. It's awesome. It's cream, because the, the um, Bare Minerals is powder, but this is cream, but it dries like a powder, so it doesn't feel like you've got like cream on your face. I just love it. I feel like it really give, gave me the lift <laughs> I needed. And then I also bought the bronzer, and uh, I, I it's the same bronzer I found out that, um, what's Prince George's new wife's name? Not Kate oh, Middleton, the um, other one. Meghan Markle. Meghan Markle. Apparently, okay. it's this, which I don't really get starstruck like this, but I thought, well, this must be pretty good. And it is. I really love it. So the bronzer and the um, foundation. I tried the eyeshadow, but I don't like that as much. And I don't think the mascara is, they, she gave me some samples, but I think it's just as good as my L'Oreal that I buy for $5. The, um, <clears throat> I have a new mascara, actually, which I haven't worn it. I've only worn it like for public events lately mm-hmm. but it's called <laughs> when, um, when you need to be a big deal yes actually I had we were supposed to have city council pictures taken on Monday and then it got canceled because one member couldn't be there and I was like oh my god we're gonna have pictures so I came home and like had to pull myself together <laughs> but uh I wore it that night I'm trying to think I don't think I saw you that day no. but it's called Lash Paradise yeah by L'Oreal and it's like five six dollars yeah that's what I get it's like it, in a light like a pink tube if you look on Amazon for the best ratings of mascara Mm-hmm. It's the L'Oreal. Mine's not pink, but mine is L'Oreal. I'll have to show you, but mine's it's called good. Lash Paradise, and it actually works really well. I noticed like it on the day that you were... Sworn in? Not sworn no. in, but down at the Cross Center when we Yeah, were, I wore it that day. Yeah, I sure. noticed it. It is good. Yeah, it's very good. Actually, but who notices mascara, I mean, seriously. Right. Well, sometimes you notice because you're like, is that mascara or did something land on you? You know, looks a little like uh. yeah, too much. Yeah, a too caked on. Exactly, it's hitting the windshield. Yeah. So, 
so I would add that as a favorite thing too. The Lash Paradise mascara. Add that yeah. to the makeup list. Um, another one of my favorite things would be the hooks I have for our stockings. And I'm not just saying that because I'm looking at them. <laughs> but Oh yeah, those are nice. We have big stockings and we actually have a, a brick mantle that we can use. And we always try to do those weighted ones that kind of sit on the mantle and have a hook. And they never work. They barely hold the stocking. And if you put anything in a stocking, it tips it over and they fall down and they break. I I have broken them. It's crazy. So somebody told me about these clips and I'm going to have to get the official name. But they're super simple. They're just like a a aluminum tension based clip that clamps around your mantle and it holds the stocking so well that we can fill them up and leave them there. And as long as the stocking loop will hold it, that that piece will hold it and we leave them up all, we never even don't even take them down now because we can just hang other things on there if we wanted to but the stocking holders are they're not decorative but they're really discreet and they work really well i should get some of those yeah nice um okay should this be the grand finale i've already said my honda odyssey correct um, yeah i'm pretty sure you've said your honda odyssey we right? can still reiterate it it's amazing i went to a conference in Boston a couple weeks ago <laughs> and see normally I would take the smallest car because driving in Boston is a little stressful plus why would I take the big car and leave James with a small car but the thought of taking the Subaru it was just making me want to cry so I said to James you know I just really want to take the minivan I would feel safer in it and so he said fine go ahead take the minivan okay I felt so safe in that minivan driving in Boston because it has all these safety features which in the beginning they're a little hard to get used to but once you depend on them you realize how great they are like it beeps and blinks there's a light that blinks on the side of someone's in your blind spot and it's really smart too it knows when you might be turning like it doesn't always blink when someone goes by you right it's got sensors somewhere it will break for you if you get too close to somebody with you have your cruise control control on it adjusts your speed to a safe traveling speed behind the person behind you i did get honked at quite a bit in the honda odyssey they were probably just jealous they were just like were. look at that hot minivan and you know i had my main plates my human yeah. plates with my honda odyssey van i loaded that baby up though i stopped at whole foods i didn't have any did you make it out of the parking lot i made it out of the parking lot <laughs> i did not have any restraint space restraints because most of the time when i go down i'm we only have the, the Subaru is not that big. It right. honestly, I had a VW before that, and everyone was like, "Why would you buy that small VW?" Well, the VW had more space inside the car than the Subaru does. Mm-hmm. It, there's no space in that thing, so it was always had to be mindful. Like, don't buy too much because you may not be able to fit it all in there. But let me tell you what, <laughs> I did not hold back. I bought whatever I wanted. Um, so I'm still really loving my Honda Odyssey, and I don't even care if people make fun of me. Because in the beginning, I was a little nervous. Yeah. Because I've been so anti-van. Like, I'm a huge hypocrite. So, yes, I love my Honda Odyssey. Do you? Mm-hmm. Do you love anything else? Oh, yeah. I do. Is this, are you going to admit? Are you going to confess? Should I? You can. It's, <laughs> it's okay. Well, pulled the trigger. Oh, on what, Kelly? Tell us. Well, on Black Friday. No, I think it was Cyber Monday. It was Cyber Monday. Because you were panicking on Black Friday. Yes. I was in Jamaica. Oh my gosh. I. That's right. I 
was on black i thought the sale was black friday i was gonna make the plunge and buy james of vitamix for christmas and by james i mean me and james <laughs> myself and james so i gretchen had given me a a photo sheet <laughs> of all the vitamix she asked for it she yes, asked i did all the vitamix um models and she circled and this was all done digitally <laughs> the two options that i should go for and then she told me the date that they were going to be on sale so i had everything i needed to be successful with the purchase but on black friday i went to the site to try to buy the blender and it was so expensive and so and then i got overwhelmed that i wasn't looking at the right one and oh my gosh so i was like well it's not gonna happen well come to find out it wasn't the right day <laughs> so the sale was cyber monday gretchen texted me at six in the morning to like, hurry up you gotta do it they sell out <laughs> so i did make it i bought a vitamix what did i buy a 2500 yes and it was 279 or 269 279 279 It was a great deal. It was a gr- really was a great... Because that is still kind of expensive for Blender, but when you get the thing, you're like, okay, this will last you the rest of your life. It's yeah. like... Yeah, so it... But the funny part of it is that I, I was so frantic about ordering it and them running out that <laughs> I checked out and then Gretchen asked me if it was getting shipped to my house and I said yes. And she said, well, I think it says Vitamix all over the box. So you may not want to do that. And I said, oh, shoot. So I emailed customer service, asked if I could have it changed to Gretchen's. They said, no problem. Then they emailed me again and said, I updated the address. So the next, like two days later, it was delivered. I get a text from James. He texts me a picture of our porch with a giant <laughs> Vitamix bot. It's like Vitamix, Vitamix, Vitamix all over it. He's like, nice try, babe. I have never once in our life been able to surprise him. And I failed again. Anyway, so we decided to open it up and start using it. And the thing is, is that I don't think the Ninja's terrible if you don't want to spend that much money on a blender. But this Vitamix pulverizes things. Because we James and I have smoothies every single day, seven days per week, just about the whole entire year. Sometimes we don't have them, but that's very rare. So we're used to smoothies. And I still add a habit when I take a sip will chew a little because the ninja doesn't quite liquefy it it's right. still like if you put nuts in it you'll there's still a little crunch see like um cheese seeds it doesn't they're just in there like mm-hmm. you you got to chew them L- the lettuce or if you put spinach in james would have to puree the spinach with the almond milk first or it wouldn't take care of it this you just load it in it's like and then that thing is liquid it's and it does taste better because it's putting it all together into one coherent thing i was gonna make i remember the other day gretchen asked me if i'd done anything like different or exotic and i was gonna make tomato soup with it but um james and ever and the kids freaked out because they don't like tomato soup so i never did end up doing um my sister has to did she send it to you yet no she made a vegan broccoli cheese soup in hers oh. and said it was amazing. Okay. I can't, I really want to, I just, I've been very busy too. Oh, I yeah. mean, not as big deal as you, Gretchen, but just the end of the semester is a crazy time. All these birthday parties, we've, my whole family has a birthday in the fall and stuff like that. Oh, so yeah. I have, but I'm going to over the break play around with it a lot more because there's tons of recipes for not, for other than smoothies. The other thing too is that uh, when, James texted oh Kelly. Oh my gosh, yeah, this is funny. 
she said, oh, no, they were supposed to deliver it to Gretchen. And he said, oh, well, maybe she brought it over. Yeah. And I would just like to go on record saying, I would not do that. I would uh, not just bring it over. I was all ready to harbor the Vitamix until Christmas Day. But then it, because it showed up, they immediately started using it, as you can tell, which is fine. That's wonderful. Yeah. I'm like, James, do you think Gretchen is does not have brain cells in her head. I mean, seriously. He's like, well, maybe Dave (laughs) dropped it off. I'm like, no, I was more mad at him about suggesting that. Well, and I was actually working on, like, okay, we, like, track it, and I'll go pick it up. Like, I can run and get it, (laughs) because James is in and out of the house all day long. I knew it had to be, like, a ninja move. Yes. Not to knock on that blender <laughs> to like sneak in and grab it and get it out of the out of sight but then it was going to come to my house I was like perfect and actually the day it was going to come to my house was a day that Dave was off or something so Dave was like all ready to haul it in take care of yeah, it yeah because they gave me a tracking and everything and it was supposed to be there on the Friday but it ended up showing up what a day early yeah so anyway anyway yeah. that happened but it is nice so my last favorite thing that I'm going to share is um, the subscription I have. I don't think if I maybe I've shared this before. It's been a while, but I just was reminded of it again this week. The subscription I have to the Penobscot Theater Company. Mm. And I had I had purchased it for my mom's um, milestone birthday for her because she comes with her friends from town and she does stuff like that. And sometimes we go together. So I just bought her one and said, now you'll have a ticket for every show. You can just work it out. But then she went around and bought it for me for my birthday and then got our tickets put together. So we've been to, there have been two, we've been to three plays this fall. Um, the holiday show is not part of the subscription, but you get early access to tickets, which for this holiday show was great mm-hmm. because it is a, they have, they're doing 30, 30 showings and they are completely sold out. So we went and saw Elf this weekend and it was fabulous. It was wonderful. But we've seen The Graduate and we saw Wait Until Dark. And then there's three in the spring that are sort of lighter and funnier, I think, um, that are coming up. And then there's, and I can't remember if the subscription takes in the seventh show or not, but it's been awesome. And what I love about it is that, first of all, it's something that I don't need to store or clean or try on. Mm -hmm. It is the perfect gift. And I love by putting it on my calendar now my schedule works around it. And I can't tell you the number of plays that they've put on. I'm like, oh, I want to go see that, but I can't coordinate. I can't line up with a friend to go see it, or I can't make it work because of my schedule, or I or just time slips by and it sells out and I don't go, like because it's not on my calendar. So now I have a date at the theater with my mom on the calendar for the whole year. And it and we've adjusted here and there. Like she her friends came and so like we didn't sit together because she sat with somebody else and what you know you can adjust your dates and all that but i love having a subscription to the theater and the penobscot theater if you are local is selling half subscriptions right now for the rest of the season and it's an awesome gift idea the plays that are coming up are honky tonk laundry which is one about women in country music uh the one called ripcord about like two old ladies in a nursing home or something but it's like a comedy and fun <laughs> home which I can't wait to see fun home because that's going to be a really interesting one um, about a woman who grows up in a dysfunctional home and it's based on a graphic novel that has won awards and stuff so I'm really looking forward to that too but I love my Penobscot Theater subscription mm-hmm. and it's a great gift I'm very the much- theater's cute too 
It's so just great. This and little then, tiny quaint, like Yeah. And when you go, nice they all theater. have all new seats, which is yeah. it's so much nicer. And when you go as a subscriber, you always get a little mint on your seat. They tape it like thank you for subscribing. <laughs> and you're like, pick it up and look around and be like, Yeah, that's right. I subscribe. Well You all just bought tickets for this show. I bought them in June. Did I tell you we we went to what was the name of that one I went to recently? Wait until dark. Okay, so we have an apartment building and one of our tenants works at the theater but she produced that play that we didn't tell dark and so she gave us free tickets and so we go in and we sit down and it had the little programs with the mints oh yeah and we we thought oh wow we got mints because trisha gave us the tickets and so we sat down we eat the mints (laughs) and then these people come up and tap us on the shoulder they're like you're in our seat <gasps> yeah so we ate some another oh, subscribers no. yeah I felt really bad and then the seats of course they're so nice I actually fell asleep <laughs> yeah it was really embarrassing but they are comfortable yes they're so much nicer than they used to be mm-hmm. it's so nice in there and it's just so great that we have an actual theater with really high-end productions. It is. And I and I love going and seeing so Elf they have to transform from the North Pole to New York City and how the set designers make it work mm-hmm. and how it, it just works so well and they have like this one it's a musical version so there's singing there's like a whole tap dancing scene and it's just amazing that there's all this talent that is local talent that is doing it. Actually the one woman there and now there are certain actors that I like look forward to seeing and one woman who was in I feel like maybe I already talked about this but the woman who was in The Graduate who played Mrs. Robinson is fully naked at one point and it and I sat next to her mother because my mom had was sitting with friends we're all rearranged and so at like intermission I was talking to her mom and we were having conversations oh that's my daughter and I was like you must be so proud yeah (laughs) and because somebody had said commented to her about how oh your daughter must have been working out because it was like whoa and I but I said you know I come and I see some names on the program that I'm like oh this is going to be so entertaining because this person or this person or this person is in the production and AJ Mooney is her name and when she's on the list you know it's going to be entertaining and so she's an elf it's really good oh she's she's an elf so you've been to elf now yes I'm going next week yeah James and I are going together, and then my kids um, are going with my in-laws. They bought that for them for Christmas, so they're taking them. It must be coming up. Nice. Um, but I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, it's wonderful. Okay, so here's my grand finale. Anyone who's been listening to the podcast know I've been really riled up about um, gun violence prevention. <laughs> uh, to the point where my son is like well you're not gonna like that show because it's got gun violence um so recently tom's the shoe company not tom's the toothpaste deodorant (laughs) and toothpaste company um made the largest corporate gift to i think i believe it was to mom's demand action Mm -hmm. anyways it was to support um gun violence prevention specifically background checks which this is not a controversial issue 98 percent of Americans believe we should have background checks before you purchase a gun. It's really reasonable. It's not a, an extremist policy. So anyway, they donated $5 million and they also were running an ad on their site where you can just... Well, it's not an ad. It's just like a, an ease of 
access, I guess, you can click and then you type in your name and address and it will automatically ship a postcard to Congress Mm -hmm. saying that you support background checks for gun violence, basically. So because of this, I decided that I was going to make some investment in Tom's shoes (laughs) because I've never owned a pair. I bought Maxwell one pair recently. The little Fox Toms are so cute. But um, so I bought myself a sparkly purple pair of Toms, which I'm wearing right now. Gretchen hates Toms. But (laughs) I just don't think they are very attractive shoes. She doesn't think they're attractive, but she can support them now because this is like. um, (laughs) But I also wear dance goes. And so I told her, I said, I don't think that those are very attractive. I wear dance goes, too. They're the ugliest shoes to exist, but they're very comfortable. And I still wear those. And, you know, if we're not going to shop, eat at Chick-fil-A or shop at Hobby Lobby, we can purchase some glitter toms. Yes, absolutely. I also bought quite a few for gifts. Um. (laughs) All my friends who attended the march with me, they also loaded up their Christmas um, wish lists for people with Tom's shoes. I think uh, my friend bought the same ones for her sister. Oh. The same exact pair. We didn't sync that up, but we just, I mean, how could you not? These are clearly one of the best pair you could buy. Yeah. They're definitely, they're they're definitely, uh, they've got some glitter uh, from the toe to the heel. They're quite sparkly. You're going to have to definitely include a picture of those. Oh, heck yeah. I Well, they came a couple weeks ago, but I ordered them true to size. And apparently you have to order Tom's a little smaller. Mm-hmm. So they were so big and I was devastated <laughs> because I've been so excited for them to but come. But I thought you said they didn't have them in your size. When- they didn't. It was oh. the craziest thing. So I tried to order them in seven and it said out of stock, out of stock, out of stock. And I honestly thought I was going to cry <laughs> because I, this is the only pair I like. Because Gretchen's right. They are not cute. They're not cute shoes. Right. But these ones are so me. Yes, they're, they're very so you. so me. So I'm like, yeah, I could get away with that. So They don't look that much different than your glitter slippers that you just they're bought. almost identical to my glitter <laughs> slippers. Um, so I just, I kept refreshing the page and I went back to it like five times and finally, it was weird. James, James thought it was the weirdest thing. Finally, it said, whoop, and it my little shopping cart went to one and I thought there was an error. I thought maybe I pressed t- size 10 or something. So I go to the shopping cart and it said size seven, blah, blah, sequence. And and then I keep getting these updates because they've been delayed because of the storms. So I keep expecting it to say right out of stock, out of stock. So when they were on my doorstep this morning, I had to have them. Yes, definitely. Well, good. I, you'd never wear these. No, no, never. I would... Like, if I was dead, my corpse would kick them off and say, these are a little too sparkly for a dead Gretchen. I wouldn't put these in your casket either. Nah, you might. I don't know. You might be like, I'm going to play the best (laughs) practical joke ever, and then I'm going to take a selfie, and I'm going to Instagram it. Look at this. But Did the glitter kill Gretchen, or did she die first? Well, Willa needs these. I am very respectful of my glittery daughter's glitter needs, I find. Yeah, you are. Yes. I think she needs a pair. Oh, anyway. when she sees them, she'll want them for sure. She has other glitter shoes, though. You can. It's not hard to find glitter shoes for an eight-year-old. <laughs> now, it might be more of a challenge for a 35-year-old, but for eight-year-olds, it's really pretty accessible. Well, see, I and such a great excuse, because if anyone's like, wow, those are crazy, like, yes, gun violence prevention. <laughs> Propaganda, that is what they are. Perfect, and I'm proud of it. Wonderful. (laughs) 
Anyway, so we will be back soon. I'm not going to set a time because, like I said, the wolves are nipping at our heels. And hopefully the next time we record, we'll be in our podcast studio. Yes. And I can talk all about that process, which we've alluded to a little bit in this episode, but there's more coming. So hopefully in the podcast studio, which will be nice and cozy, you have to get a nice downtown coffee or something and Mm -hmm. hang out in there. Mm-hmm. Make, make all kinds of noise not pull the fire alarm it'll be great <laughs> alright so we will talk to you soon you can always find us on Facebook bye bye <laughs>